Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times it can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Uh, Jess, I kind of feel really extremely dumb because I could not gather that this was the ecstasy episode from the title <laughs> Great X. Expectations. If in my defense, you said great expectations. I did not see the episode title. Well, then that's fair. I do think that I would have gotten there if I saw the the spelling. But yeah, got more of a surprise. I feel like a real ass because I was just like, oh yeah, I forget what I said, but um, I was, I was, I, I couldn't make the connection, and it was, it was right there. Mm Hmm. So I don't feel very, very smart today. Yeah, one dramatic episode for our favorite gal, Andy McPhee, this episode of Dawson's It was Creek. dramatic, but I think that this was this was a pretty f- interesting and fun episode. I was once told about a rave episode of Dawson's Creek. I did not expect it to be in high school or this season. <laughs> yeah. I thought this would be like a college thing. Yeah, but- yeah. Here we are. And the one thing that I, well, first of all, um, with a shocking to nobody revelation that I have never raved, nor have I been to a rave or been near a rave. Have you, Jessica? No, I honestly, I think, okay, I think I would probably be the Joey and Pacey of like, I don't really want to be in there. I'd rather be sitting on this couch outside. Yeah, yeah, the couch outside seemed good. But the the one thing that I did learn about raves is that you have to constantly refer to it 
at the rave as a rave. Yeah. Like we're at the rave. We're going to the rave. This is a great rave. Are you having fun at the rave? It's we're a raging rave. At the rave. We have to show the flyer a million times. And yeah. 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 This uh, also the graphic design skills of the rave poster <laughs> is something to remember. Uh, we're just having a rave. Certainly not time. designed by one Jack McPhee. That's for sure. No, but he printed it out probably to analyze yeah the skills yeah he's like you know what i have not made a flyer as advanced as this i will print it out and evaluate it and try to see if this is something that i can emulate in the future can we talk about how excited jack was for the rave okay uh, the most if, excited he's ever been ever yeah i jack was really excited to go to the rave and be at the rave and dance at the rave he raved he did. He was raving, he was about, raving the about the rave. He, he was. was yeah, he yeah. was having such a good time. He made me very excited to go to the rave. Yeah. But I think that Jack was just really boring. This was honestly a roller coaster of an episode yeah. uh, emotionally. Yeah, we'll we'll have to break it all down. Obviously, the the heightened emotions come mostly from Andy McPhee. Um, but uh, yeah, let's let's break this episode down because it is a doozy. Um, so we start out with Andy dragging Jen through the library because she wants to bring her to the college book section. Um, and Andy, I love Andy taking it upon herself to mentor everybody on how to get into college. And yeah. She's doing more work than the guidance counselors. This is on it. Well, that's because they don't have a steady guidance counselor. Mitch is their fucking guidance counselor. Of course she has to work harder. This was me in college when we realized that the advisors don't do anything and don't advise you with shit. So I was basically taking appointments with lower classmen advising what classes they should take and when. I was doing the most. I was a part-time counselor. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so Andy is now the official guidance counselor of Cape Side. Um, and so Andy says, oh, you know what? Let's let's start on focusing that are on, in schools that are in New York. It's your old hood, which, wow. Um, and uh, Jen says, you know what? I just, okay, first of all, Jen calls New York City the Big Apple. Jen yeah. is definitely not from New York if she's calling New York City the Big Apple. No, no, that is... We were just talking about this. I don't, literally just I had this conversation. I really don't think that New Yorkers call New York the Big Apple. We no. usually, I'm not a New Yorker, but typically it's called the city. It's just called the city. If you are in yeah. like the general New York area, whether it be New York, New Jersey, anywhere around those parts, it is just referred to as the city. The city. But Jen says, I just spent three years trying to flush the Big Apple out of my system. Um, and Andy mentions, oh, I thought you wanted to go back. And Jen's like, oh, I really haven't decided on anything. And Andy says, what about your rush to rejoin the gang at The Haunt? Can we speculate on what the hell this is? The gang at The, the Is The Haunt just like Your old slang? haunt. Like, yeah. Like your old haunt. Oh, I was thinking haunt. it was like an actual place. Uh, that would be a cool name for like a bar. I'm haunt. sure. I'm sure there is a scary themed bar called the Haunt. There you go. I um, like it. Yeah. So um, a haunt is a noun. It is a place frequented by a specific group of people or person. My old haunt. I revisited my old haunts. Yeah. yeah. And Jen realizes. Well, Drew is obviously be having having conversations with you, Andy. And she says, "Oh yeah, we had a <laughs> we had a little confab." What? 
I feel like somebody replaced Andy's vocabulary and we have to dissect every single thing because I'm trying to like figure out what that even means. Yeah. Con- we have a little confab. Is that like a conversation? Con- <laughs> a fabulous <Fab>. conversation. <laughs> what are you talking about, Andy? Yeah. Um, at the yacht club, and he was telling me about you and your social set and how you used to spend all your time at the haunt dancing and drinking until the wee hours of the morning. She said haunt again. You said haunt again. Oh my god, Andy. What's up with your vocabulary right today? And uh and Jen says, yeah, well, Drew has a dark is the dark prince of revisionist history. So we've had the he is first the sausage king and yeah. now he is the dark prince. He Ooh, is, he has a lot of titles. Sexy. Uh confab is also a noun. It's a real word. An informal private conversation or discussion really flaunting her admission into Harvard University. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um uh yeah. And so uh so this is when Jack comes running in and he here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um he has a tiny teeny tiny envelope. This is suspicious this, this letter. Is I thought so that- fucking sus. Okay. okay, I have yeah, that letter was so fucking small. I was like when I saw it I'm like fuck like she at the can. very least i thought that she got waitlisted i thought that this is where it was going yeah but no no our baby girl andy mcphee was really dragging out opening up the envelope us and jack were like open it up open it up and she they make like a size joke which i thought was really fun yeah. uh Jen says, I- yeah i only think size matters when you have a full view of the entire package really and she like smirks like she knows exactly what she did you know she's so fucking proud of that joke yeah that was a good joke jen was so andy opens it up and she got in harvard college is pleased to inform you that your application for early action for the fall 2001 has been accepted we're looking forward to having you as a member of the freshman class yeah um and everyone is crazy. so excited yeah jack is like the biggest hype man ever he yeah, like, like hey the whole everybody library my sister gone to harvard yeah and everybody cheers um and we'll were see you, like the results of of andy finding out later but were you excited that she got into like were you surprised because i feel like typically the average show would have them waitlisted. They would have like drama associated with it. They wouldn't get well, in. I think that there are so many characters on this show that like you could have one get early action acceptance and then you could mm-hmm. have somebody else get denied. You know, it's not just yeah. one character. Um, no, I think it makes sense that Andy gets into Harvard. I think the one thing that makes us question is like, okay, well, they're probably all going to go to the same college because this is television, mm-hmm. right? It's syndicated television. So not syndicated, but you know what I mean? Network television. So does um, early action mean you apply to this one school with the intention on if you get in, you're definitely going to it. Is it kind of a commitment if you get in? Do you um, only early let action? Let me see. To there's no, so I think there's early action and there's early decision. Early decision plans are binding. So if you hmm. do early decision, you must attend that school. Early action, um, they apply earlier. I believe you find out earlier if you okay. get in. They don't have to commit though. Um, okay. To to going to that school, and there then is obviously, a slight difference. Yeah. Obviously, they could drop you, which I was very nervous about. Still am a little bit, but Andy is super excited. Um, and every well, 
she seems super excited and Jack's yeah. even more excited. Yeah. We are back at our favorite place this season, the local record store. Why is Dawson spending so much time here? I thought he was into <laughs> photography, not music. Uh, I don't I mean, he's trying to explore his interests. Also, I think that now that Gretchen's around and is talking a lot about music, that he now has yeah. to start acting more interested in music. And then, of course, he's there looking through some CDs. And then, of course, Gretchen comes around and comes in and they start talking about music like normal. And she roasts his music, uh, <laughs> his music preferences, the same old, same old. Yes. Yeah. And so um, they're making a ton of music references. And so then Gretchen gets handed a flyer. Um, and he's like, oh, is that a party invite? And she's like, it's not just a party, Dawson. It's a fucking rave. And I love Dawson pointing out what we were thinking in our heads of like, oh, there's a rave in Cape Side. I guess even suburban rhythm impaired youths need an outlet. Yeah, I'm, I I suppose that there could be a rave anywhere, but it did seem a little bit out of place. But we'll... Yeah, because I feel like it makes more sense if they do the rave outside of Cape Side. Like, you mm. don't have to have everything in Cape Side. Like, I'm assuming there are sur- towns surrounding Cape Side. Mm-hmm. So, like, why can't this rave be in, like, the next city over? Because it's not going to be, like, a long drive, you know? Right. Like, would they go to boston to go to the rave would they go to it just seems like like i agree with dawson like this is a small town (laughs) to have a rave but if you go there then you know that you're going to know everybody unless it's really a huge rave and i guess people are coming to cape side but it makes it would be make more sense to have it be the opposite where they're leaving cape side and so um And so Gretchen says, oh, it's, you know, it's a declaration of independence. She says every generation has its rebel subculture. This is ours. We're going to define who we are. Do you think that our rebel subculture being a millennial that graduated in the late aughts is uh, like emo culture where seeing kids like with the side bangs and the black yeah the line and the mice the myspace uh and then you would go to those like shitty shows and basements of bars and and do a a selfie in the mirror like it was before we had front-facing cameras so you always had to use your cell phone to take a like a really grimy disgusting looking photo in a in a in a mirror yeah like yeah is is that our subculture isn't that sad but yes (laughs) yeah yeah Everybody it had side is. bangs. Girl, if you didn't have side bangs, you weren't living. Right. Cut with the razor to add oh, texture. Oh, they like fluff them out. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they always had to – you were – it was like, okay, you had to go to the hairdresser and you're like, I want side bangs. And they're like, oh, you mean you want to tuck them out here? And like, no, bitch. I want them dangling in my eyeballs all the time, which is so annoying. Yeah, if your hair was not stuck in your eyeballs, then you weren't doing it right. Yeah. But um, then also you had to train your bangs because that was the whole yep. thing. Because of the yep. cow- cowlicks and whatever. Yep. Um, so yeah, so they're they're gonna go to this rave, and I love Dawson saying, um, our statement is we can keep tedium at, at bay by wearing glitter and jumping around to techno pop. And Gretchen is right. She's like, you know what, Dawson, you're a wet blanket, you need fun. Come with me to check it out. And he goes, eh not my scene this is very giving me very much like dance vibes from was it season two when like none Uh of them want to go to the school dance yeah but i am proud of dawson for recognizing 
that at least in this moment, I know what I will have fun in and what I won't have fun at. And I'm not going to risk my happiness and my peace just to be part of the group. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's like, eh, no, I'm good. Um, and Gretchen says, oh, well, you haven't been to one. So how would you know? And he says, I've never been two stepping, but I know better than to run out and buy a pair of cowboy boots. <laughs> Why are you not going two stepping? I think that everybody should try a little honk donk. What? What, little... ma'am? Have you worn cowboy boots in your life? I not ones from Texas, but yeah, just like $20 ones, yep. like cheap ones. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I don't think I. I don't think I have. Maybe yeah. I have. I That's have my recollection. I have, of course. We Did you um, go two stepping. Uh, no, no. But I, I mean, there were. I, I I knew of people that would do. Was it square dancing? Yeah, have square dancing nights. Oh wow! Oh Jersey wow. At like the rodeo cafe or something like that. Yeah. So Gretchen is trying to convince Dawson to go, but he says, oh, let's uh, rain check it. And he's like, I I promise to take you up on like a new and exciting adventure next time. Um, And she says, at most, at worst, you're mildly uncool. And I'm like, "Uh, no, at worst, Dawson is very whiny and irritating, actually. Gretchen, you haven't been around him long enough, to be honest. Um, And so then she gives him a CD. Oh, try this one, whatever. Um, and then we see outside Joey and Pacey are kind of walking and talking mm-hmm. and, um, and Joey suggests, oh, we could pull a Bonnie and Clyde cause they're, you know, they're so bored. Um, and Joey says, what's a, it's a practical solution to two of our biggest problems, money and boredom. Right. So they're just, they're a new couple. Why are they bored? Just do just bored in their town. I think go, go have a picnic. I don't know. I think that we're seeing that Pacey is just is suffering without true love. I feel yeah, bad. He, that I feel was very his bad. big activity. And he even says it later. You could tell he misses sailing. He misses being out on the water. Um, and so he's like, oh, do you want to go? Let's waste time listening to some records at the record store. And Joey had seen inside yeah. Gretchen and Dawson were in there. And she's like, nah, not right now. So do you want to, what do you speculate is going on? Here? I uh well i took it as joey didn't want to i didn't really take it as that joey was having any sort of feelings about dawson with gretchen i thought it was a way for her to protect pacey from seeing dawson hang out with uh his sister and that's what i thought and then what i think is going on between gretchen and dawson well i mean i will say it here now i'm a dretchen stan (laughs) I'm shipping. Dretchen, Dretchen is like has to be one of the worst ship names I've ever. No, heard in my I think life. it's. I think it's good. I like Dretchen together. No, I'm not saying they're bad together. I'm saying the name is awful. Um, Dretchen. But the other one is like Grossen. Grossen. I think it's Dretchen. Dretchen is better than Grossen. Yeah, I I yeah. like Dretchen in together. I think that they have a fun, a uh, like a fun energy with each other and i think that they get along really well and i think that they're being good friends to each other and it's happening more organically than Mm -hmm. some of dawson's other love interests and i'm enjoying it thus far yeah i i do agree with okay so my read on this situation was very similar to yours in that joey didn't want 
to basically Joey wanted to avoid the drama. She wanted to avoid PZ having to see Dawson and not only mm-hmm. seeing Dawson, but seeing Dawson with his sister. Um, but I do think there is another way to read it. And maybe I'll talk about that more when we get into the conversation that Joey and Dawson have at the end of the episode. Um, but yeah, as far as Dretchen goes, um, I gotta say, I tend to agree with you. And here's why. I think for the same reasons Joey and Pacey work as a couple is similar to Gretchen and Dawson in that Dawson is the Joey. Dawson is too serious. He thinks too too much about things. He could be a bit of a wet blanket and he needs the fun witter energy to yeah. perk him up a bit. And Gretchen is someone who is going to pull someone out of their shell. She wants to have fun. She wants you to try new things. And Dawson does need that. He needs to get out of this funk he's been yeah. in for like months, right? But I you also know? think that Gretchen is really smart and can be intellectually stimulated by yeah. and with Dawson. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, I agree with you. I think there's more to be seen there. Obviously, like they there's a bit of like a, a stop sign thrown up in this episode, but we'll, we'll talk it through. Um, and so then we, we go back to Andy and Jack and Mr. McPhee. Mr. McPhee is fucking glowing. He's so, he's so happy. And it's, it, yes. it is really, he's very proud. He's very, it's very, it's cute. He's handing, cause his alma mater is Harvard. So mm-hmm. He has this mm-hmm. like old varsity sweater that he's yeah. putting on. Uh, Andy and he's just like you know you're I'm just really proud of you this is like the most proud that I've ever been and you yeah. look perfect in the sweater and I I like Jack in this moment because he's obviously watching this and he's like not part of this like exclusive Harvard group yeah I will say that Andy's brother did not go to Harvard his older brother Brown and he did not go to Brown. I don't remember what college he went to. It would make more sense if he did go to Brown. No, he didn't. Cornell? Yeah. No. I don't remember. It was definitely a uh, It's an Ivy, Ivy but I don't yeah. remember which one. I don't either. But, but I just think it's so funny because, like, Jack's just, like, watching. And he's just like, like, what do I have to contribute to this oh, conversation? I, yeah, I love, you know, Andy, wearing the crimson signifies excellence. In fact, remember when the boys and I first got <laughs> to the yard? Yeah, he was so, so like, he was he very was rare form. He was episode. very bubbly this episode, like, way he more was. than usual. And, <laughs> yeah. um, and Mr. McPhee is, like you said, he's glowing. He's so excited. He says, wait till the course book arrives. Um, we're going to have to see if some of the old war horses are lecturing this fall. And then, of course, there's summer session. And he's going on and on and on and on. And he's like, and so Jack is like, dad, like you're getting ahead of yourself. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. This is just the greatest moment of your life, Andy. I've never been more proud of you than I am right now. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a lot of pressure and it, in a way it is, it, it ties into the title, great expectations. You're yes. expected to be super happy. And this is supposed to be the, like the greatest moment of your life. You're going into college and you got into this like great school and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you get everything that you've ever wanted and all of your dreams or a lot of your dreams have come true, I think it's a dark reality to realize what's left at the end of the day. Yeah. What else are you looking forward to? Is it as great as it was as you dreamed of? And I think that this right. is where Andy is suffering and having a hard time is that she, her mission in life was to do good in school and get into Harvard. 
and she got there and now what yeah and so mr mcphee leaves he has to go call all of his friends and brag about his daughter which again very sweet um but then it it does get kind of sad because jack is super excited but he i think he recognizes a bit more of like the of of who andy is and what might be going Mm -hmm. on with her and he says don't freak yourself out like she says i'm not freaked out i'm not anything i wish i was and i think like she she does blame it on the medication which makes a lot of sense to me she says her medication that she's on currently which we know she's been on because she was a bit woozy one of the episodes recently she says it keeps me from feeling the low lows but the side effect is it also keeps me from feeling the high highs mm-hmm. um she says don't worry it's probably just a delayed reaction and like i think this is our first kind of like not only red flag but just something mm-hmm. we take note of in the episode is like oh it's like it right. sucks like I think this makes a ton of sense where if you're taking a specific prescription to help you to help balance out your moods and even things out so you're not so anxious, it's also going to prevent you from feeling elated about something. And it sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, Andy wants to be happy. She wants to be so pleased about this because she's been working towards this for a very long time. But because of the medication she's on, she's just unable to get there. I mean, it could be medication and other things, but at this point, that is what she is saying That's it is. she's saying, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you think that Jack is going to get into a good clown college? Um, I think he's going to get into a college. Ricky Brothers like a- Incorporated. <laughs> he's a state school guy, for sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, nothing wrong with state school. No, I went to one. I, yeah. I wonder what where the nearest clown college to me is uh i would assume new york okay i can go to well there's the clown school there's los the, angeles, the clown school the my clown god school, so yeah. prestigious uh classes at los angeles's only clown school training in clown jester circus tricks not close trends clown academy should i go to trends clown academy how about Circus Place in Hillsborough, New Jersey? That's close. There you uh, go. New Jersey's premier circus school for all ages. What? All what? ages? Yeah, you can be a kid training to go to clown oh school God, from the very. What a rip off. But I mean, like, this is, there's a lot of, I mean, there's mimes, there's children, there's a lot of children, and there's wow. like children mimes, and then there's Sounds like terrible. That, that, you know, like that scarf work where you're hanging from like a giant yes. scarf in the sky. The fabric thingy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is not quite, I, I want, this is a little, um, advanced all i wanted was some simple clown school activity. you wanted to be able to do the face paint and all that <sighs> yeah let's yeah i'm not seeing i'm seeing the schedule at one o'clock there's a homeschool circus you can get home a homeschool circus what yeah um 4 15 is trapeze 2 4 30 is unicycle one with all ages what what is that <laughs> Yeah, you gotta take unicycle classes. Can you imagine um, falling off your unicycle constantly, and like a five-year-old comes in and just shows you up. Oh, I'm sure they will. I'd be so irritated. How about Thursdays at five forty-five? Puppetry. No, that's so creepy. That's so <laughs> creepy. Oh, no. Fridays at four forty-five, we can have parent and me circus classes, ages one to three. How about that? Ugh. <laughs> I hate it all. Anyway. <laughs> So speaking of parties, uh, Jack tells Andy about the rave 
And he's like, come on, you just got into Harvard. You deserve a, ni- a night of wild, reckless abandon. She does. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he got the email, right? And he got the flyer in the email. No, he printed it out. Yeah, he printed it out. Of course he did. He loves flyers. Uh, he he absolutely loves a freaking flyer. And so, um, yeah, so he invites her to the rave. They're going to go to the rave. And then Jen is, of course, at the school computer lab at that famous uh, behind one of those famous Macs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this was like such a flashback. To, yeah, like, she's searching. Getting, you got mail. Yeah, she's searching for collegeseeker.net. She was looking at FIT and she was looking at Pars- Parsons, Pace, Pace University. I think. Pace University. Yeah. 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 And so she keeps getting, uh, she keeps getting email notifications about the rave from Yui, and she's just like, "I'm gonna accidentally smash your fingers in the door jam," <laughs> <laughs> which like really feels like New York Jen. You know what I mean? Like sassy yeah. fighting Jen. Oh my God, she is. I mean, he. I would assume that he keeps emailing her. Then she yeah. deletes it. Then he you've got mail. Her. You've got mail constantly. Yeah. It's yeah. so annoying. And yeah. he comes up to her and he's just like, "Hey, like, when was where was where's the cool Jen, the one that like you were used to be an Uber raver? Your yeah. love for the scene was world renowned." Yeah, and she says, "Um, yeah, I'm not proud of that." And he says, "You're a pod person. The Jen mm. I once knew thrived on that reputation." she personified fun uh he's just like he's very annoyed that she is not like willing to be party jen and i don't understand what's in it for yui yui just seems like um i don't know yui seems he wants to have a good time and he's not as fun as abby morgan is who gets name dropped in this episode bt doves i think that that's what they're i think it's clear that that's what they're going for they missed a um and antagonist like abby morgan that yeah. just wilds shit up so they were trying to emulate that and i mean it's obviously not as successful but that's what he's trying to do he antagonizes her about collegeseeker.net which i'm on that website right now and uh it's very very interesting i basically <laughs> I don't, get computer viruses from that website. Uh, i think it's a real website i don't really know what it's what it's telling me it says okay. median debt so and loan I, I i don't know i looked up alabama university of alabama roll tide uh in oh state God. tuition fees and out of state tuition fees i don't know what this tells you but it's just it's a real website so if you are in the if you need a college go to collegeseeker.net there you go. Yeah, not um, a virus. And uh, he says, come on, Jen, face it. Uh, you need stimuli. Um, and then he he does admit, he's like, you know what? Uh, that night after your quote unquote birthday party, I went back for that ecstasy. And uh, you know what? It was gone. So oh, no. Where is it? Uh, yeah. And he says, you know what? You don't, I'm not surprised that you wavered because you don't know where you want to go. You don't know what you want to be. It sure would be nice to escape for a little while. It's just, it's so interesting to me that Drew, Yui is so obsessed with getting Jen to do drugs. It's like, don't you have anything else going on in your life, Yui? No? No. Because Abby wanted, um, 
Abby wanted like Jen to have fun with her. Like Abby oh, yeah. wanted to be like a party girl with Jen as like her BFF. Yui just seemingly wants Jen to get into trouble. Right. I mean, let's not forget Abby encouraged Jen to get in between Dawson and Joey. She yeah. was like steal him. Uh, she also uh outed a lot of people's secrets and yeah. that wasn't good but she just was stirring up the drama pot always but in terms of substances abby was more of a drinker and she did like to drink with jen yeah yeah but with jen they she liked to do it together i think that i don't know they used to be friends and i guess he wants to stir the pot with her and he's an asshole so i guess I guess that this is what he's he's trying to do. Right. And so he says, like, oh, you want to feel good because tonight's the rave, so you might as well take oh one. It's the perfect God. night. Go away. I know. And so that's where we leave off on Yui and Jen. And then we're in the Larry household. And there's, like, congratulations balloons. And, like, the Mitch and Gail are, like, dancing. And Dawson, as of course, he walks in and he breaks things up because this is what mm -hmm. he's famous at. Mm -hmm. Just breaking up everything. Yeah, he's, and he's cock like, lock, like always. And I don't understand how he doesn't realize what the congratulations balloons are for. Like, bro, uh, what do it you really, think it for? really could be anything with these two. You never know. It could be congratulations. We got another restaurant, Leary's yeah. Fresh Chicken. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never know. Um, um, I don't know. Leary's Fresh Chicken definitely does sound more appealing than Leary's. Oh, fresh to fish. me, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like a like a Kentucky Fried Chicken sort of experience. Oh, I was thinking you could have any kind of chicken. So you need you want oh. grilled chicken, you want crispy chicken, you want barbecue, you want buffalo. Wow. We have every kind of chicken. But do they? Is your sides just more chicken? Is there yeah, popcorn sides? chicken? Popcorn, popcorn chicken on the for side. your sides. Oh <laughs> uh, wow! Chicken very... nuggets on the side. <laughs> there was a chicken uh, chicken nuggets shortage in 2021. It was terrible. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he, so Dawson comes in and is like, um, "Yeah, what's what's going on here?" And they were like, "You know what? We spent a lot of time thinking we're going to keep the baby." Uh, Papa, don't Dawson, don't preach. I've made up my mind, and I'm keeping my baby. Yeah, and Dawson's like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy. And Mitch asks, is this how you really feel? And can you imagine if in this <sighs> moment Dawson was like, ugh, this actually yeah, actually no, I'm happy. So yeah, we're having a baby. Um, yep. yeah, like I'm excited about this. I'm excited to like, do I, I do, like, oh, I don't know, is it a boy? Is it a girl? I'm not sure. Do you have any predictions? I feel like it will be a boy. Okay. And I like let's what's like a very '90s name like Kevin. Or like <laughs> Kevin, Kyle, or like something like that. Like I think that yeah, Travis, David's a, a biblical name. So, oh, is it going to be Dan? Dan's like a very Dan. Oh, Dan. Dan. Yeah. yeah, Dan's a good so one. So I think yeah. I. Oh, Michael. That could be. Yeah, Mike. Michael Matthew. Uh, so yeah. I think that the baby. I mean, are we going to call him Baby Leary? Like I. I'm very excited about the baby, um, but yeah, and yeah, uh, call him maybe baby Dan, baby Dan. Okay, let's just call him baby Dan. 
Um, and so then they're about to have dinner and Gail's like, oh, let me grab you a plate. And Dawson's like, eh, you know what? I ate. I'm, I got invited something. I'm going to go get out of your hair. You guys have a good night. And Mitch is just like, I love that he can take a hint. Let's do it on the dining room table again, baby. <laughs> yeah, he's like, they're definitely like, uh, yeah, I love that. Like Dawson, he Dawson can't take a hint at all. That's his biggest I problem. Know. I know he never can. It seems like he only has that type of radar with his parents when they yeah. want to have sex, not anybody else. Uh, yeah, it's probably like the stench of sex in their house all the time. Yeah. I'm sure he can tell when it's coming. Ew, ew. Um. Oh, I didn't mean it like that. Oh no. Horrible. Not the gitch. The gitch. The you gitch the gitch monk. stank. Ugh, gross. So then so fucking vile. I know. We're moving on. We're moving on. So Joey's getting ready for the rave. And um and Gretchen's like, yeah, I've been to a dozen raves. They're all great. And Joey's being like a little pessimistic about it. She's like, oh, it's just going to be a bunch of sweaty teenagers or strangers yeah. packed together. And it's going to be really loud and blah, blah, blah. And Gretchen's like, I'm glad that you're giving it all a chance. Um, and then Pacey is also like, I'm not excited about this. These two people are just totally being a bunch of wet blankets. Well, because the rave. they're, they want to be out on true love by themselves. Mm -hmm. And the only reason Pacey goes is like, uh, like oh he's gonna oh you should do the dishes and he's like all right you know what well, fine um be alone without yeah. joey he doesn't yeah, want to so spend the night without joey yeah so he's like all right fine and then here comes speaking of guys who can't take a hint mm -hmm. here's dawson ready to say hey i thought i'd take you up on your offer i'm cashing yeah. in my rain check yeah i but also i i mean i'm not gonna lie i really liked dawson in this episode he sees pacey and joey and maybe it's uncomfortable for him but instead of having a tissy like a hissy fit like he normally would he's just like hey guys like yeah who's gonna drive like let's go yeah i i completely agree i have no issues with dawson this episode i actually thought he was doing all the right things all the things we'd want him to do he's taking chances he's trying new things he's being fun with gretchen he's not getting all sad sacky about pacey and joey and yeah. he more than pacey is willing to just forgive and forget like not even necessarily forgive and forget but move, move on from it forward and just have like a good night it didn't matter right. it doesn't matter and if pacey's there or joey's there it doesn't matter it's like they're there to have a good time and when do you think we'll get a follow-up to their conversation from like the two gentlemen is it the two I'm going to Cape Side when they had that big storm. I think that by mid-season, I think that they're going to uh, – it really, really, really depends on the Dretchen factor because I can yeah. see Dretchen actually coming into fruition and then Pacey being like, you fucked my sister. Fuck you. I would never do that to baby Dan. Like <laughs> – yeah. Um, and yeah. just become, I don't know, a, like a dramatic dude about it. But I think that as long as that doesn't get into the way, I think that we can have a reconciliation by mid-season four. Okay. All right. I'm just here. I was just getting your thoughts on to see where we were. Um, and so, yeah. So they, okay, they all leave. Meanwhile, Jen and Andy are going together. And uh, Jen is uh, looking for a map. And okay, uh, this is so a map funny 
Because, yeah. okay, so they can't just go to the rave. They right. need to go to this middle spot where they go to this dude. And they give some sort of a password. Or it's basically like in Harry Potter where in Ravenclaw you need to answer, answer the riddle to get into the corridor. Right. But I don't understand. So this is – I don't understand if we're in the middle of nowhere. Like Jen says, they're on the outer banks of civilization why do they need a map zone or a map point? No, it's because they have to go to this one place. Then they have to speak to the guy. And he goes like, yo, dude, like, what do you want from tonight? And then you have to say the magic words, which is we're here um, to have fun or whatever. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, dude, right on. And then and he gives you the location. He gives you the location of the is rave. Is this to avoid the tickets? Yes. Cops and then losers. They're talking undesirable. about undesirable. So, um, because I guess that one guy that holds the tickets is the key to get. And if he thinks that you're an undesirable for any reason, mm -hmm. you're not going to the rave. It sounds fucking terrible to me, to be honest. But well, yeah, this whole night is my worst nightmare. I would do anything but go to this fucking rave. I would literally yeah. bleach my eyeballs out then go to this rave. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't want to go. That is it's fucking severe. I know, but I'm serious. It's oh terrible. My god. So and Andy seems insecure about being an undesirable. Yeah, she she doesn't really like she's like feeling a little bit iffy about it and andy I feels like undesirable she's... i wouldn't even be able to get to the rave no they would let you in i hope and so. andy feels bad like she's pressuring jen to go she says if you don't want to go i understand and jen says no no no, no. i want to celebrate with you and andy says that's what we need fun and so she goes to the bathroom meanwhile jen opens the drawer and pulls out the ecstasy and as she pulls them out bad, jen bad. in comes andy yeah. And she asks, oh, what are those? Are those some kind of pills? Like, what's going on? And then, of course, cut to commercial break. So, yeah, bad of Jen to whip them out just like that. Like, girl, what, what, what is you doing, boo-boo? Like, I know. I know. I, so she wanted to have it as a safety blanket to go to the rave. But right. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think. It's very hard to see Andy in this sort of situation. But if anybody is susceptible to this sort of substance or this sort of thing i'm not surprised that it's andy so don't whip it out when andy's right there i think she was yeah she thought she had more time i think is what it is and oh, she didn't um and so then we have the mitch mobile is going going to the map point gretchen and dawson are in the front and pc and joey are in the back and gretchen and um dawson are basically reminiscing um they're talking about oh when was the last time all of us were in a car together um and dawson remembers exactly he says i we were four we were 11 you were 14 um and Gretchen somehow remembers what color Dawson was wearing which is really strange considering it was Dawson who was the one who had like this uber crush on her you never um, know maybe she kind of had feelings for him too in a he weird was way 14 and he was 11 that's really oh, weird yeah I mean that is kind of weird it's gross so um so they get there uh and uh oh sorry we we then we go back to Andy and Jen and they're kind of walking along the dock area of course mm -hmm. um and they get to the swing set that we've seen Joey and Dawson sit on before and Andy asks have you done a lot of ecstasy and Jen I also think like I don't think she realizes what she's doing 
but she's not necessarily saying as much of the negative effects. Like yeah, she's, she's like, yeah, I did it a lot in New York. Um, she says the first few times it's amazing. It's hard not to love the X effect. Mm-hmm. And it's just like Andy keeps asking questions and um and she says oh, i'm just curious you know i want to pass the time until jack gets gets here and jen says the first time you do it it's really good you get this feeling of loving everybody and everything and everybody loves you and it can be mm -hmm. really powerful it made me happy it provided a pleasant vacation from my usual spot under the bell jar and uh yeah and then i just don't think i think jen talks too much about how great it made her feel not necessarily she doesn't really hit on the points of like the negative why she why she stopped um yeah. i mean and then she discussed why she stopped but didn't really i think that so what is she she says that she stopped because um then she realized that she was living life and I don't what she it just she basically says like after six hours you're more depressed than when you started ah right it makes you lose your inhibitions and that's why she stopped because of the loss of inhibitions like mm -hmm. this coincides with what we know about Jen's dark meth past in New York right like we know she was just like drinking a lot doing drugs and like having sex with a lot of random people and eventually she got caught having sex on her father's bed and so um yeah and so andy i just don't think i think all andy here is is it makes you happy and it it mm -hmm. brings you joy and it's super pleasant and you love everything and this is exactly what she's looking for in this moment right and, and they Jen, it, it puts you in a like i think the line a pleasant vacation from a usual spot yeah under the bell jar. like that's exactly what andy is looking for yeah and i think to jen's like not to jen's credit but like Jen didn't know that Andy wasn't feeling as happy as she thought she'd be about Harvard. Mm -hmm. She had no idea Andy was going through this. Jack was really the only one who knew. And so, I mean, you can't, you can't really blame. I Jen. don't, I don't, I yeah. don't. Well, Jack, I'm just saying, cause Jack does. I know I, it's, it's, it, it's the end of the episode is really heartbreaking. I don't yeah. blame Jen. I do think that, I don't think that she should have been toting it around if she wasn't so sure about mm -hmm. taking it herself. I think that obviously I think that she should have left it there or thrown it in the left it at the party house or flushed it down the toilet. Yeah. If she didn't want to take it to the fact of holding on to it just in case is going to either tempt you or it's going to get into the wrong hands. So yeah. in that case, yeah. Andy is her own person. She made that mistake. She, Jen yeah. tried to take it back from her. And Andy was like, no, later, later. Yeah. And so this is when, so Aunt Jen even notices. She says, you're too interested, Andy. And Andy, this is when Andy admits to her, you know, I think that I would be super happy because I just got into Harvard. But, uh, you know, I'm not feeling that way. And she d declines to talk about it. She's all I ever do is talk. Tonight, I just want to have fun. I just want to, mm -hmm. like... Like, leave my problems behind for the night. And she says, it's probably a delayed reaction. And so Andy looks at the box. And then, of course, that's when Jack walks up. And so um, she, like you said, she's like, oh, I'll give it back to you later. But uh, that's not what happens. No, um, but Jack is so excited. He <laughs> can't wait. He can't wait to go to the rave. He's like swinging so from the bars. And he's, yeah. he's like, 
he was like shall we vominos like he's very he's like dorothy exploring it i love it yeah it's really funny uh and so then we get to the map point and um and dawson and gretchen get out because they're map point buddies and pacey is like what since when are they going out together buddies yeah and joey kind of makes a little fib because she says i believe this is the inaugural event she says that she's already known that she's seen them hanging out before so it's an interesting lie in the moment yeah um and joey tries to make pacey feel better about it they're the only people that are close in age to each other when at the restaurant makes sense that they're becoming friends and pacey's like is it bothering you and (laughs) And like Joey's like, it's not bothering me. He's like, I know it's bothering you. And Joey makes the point, it's not bothering me. It's bothering you. That's the problem. Yeah. And he, she, and I totally agree with her here where she says, you just want it to bother me, me. but it's not. So you're not on your own with this. <clears throat> right. And so then we're at the map point and uh, they do the, okay, it's five bucks a body. We're just here to have fun. I do think that this rave is very um it's very economical to attend this rave it's not very expensive i mean five bucks in like 2000 was more for a cover i don't know i feel like it still could have been 20 dollars to get into this rave that seems expensive well it's a rave i don't know i don't know how much a rave how are they paying for the the floaty arm guy there was like four floaty arm guys, a humongous gorilla bounce house. There was okay, music, that's fair. There the was big lights. Yeah, it they, was very cheap. Actually. How are they paying for all of these amenities at the rave? Yeah, it should have been at least ten bucks ahead for sure. Yeah, at least I think yeah. it should have been. I should. I think that this rave was twenty dollars, but they got a bargain and they got four tickets for twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, and they get. Oh, did you see the tickets? Plus, how are they? How are these rave people affording all this really good uh, graphic design work and uh, paper goods? <laughs> well, that and I thought the whole point of the map point was to stop down and make sure that all the people that are attending are cool. Mm-hmm. How are they able to buy four tickets for only two people? Oh yeah, you need to see all the people. What if and your also, other two are duds? You know, I don't think you want paper tickets to the rave. I think that that's going to invite. Uh, undesirables into yes, the rave also so i that. think that that's why you get your hand stamped yeah and so gretchen says okay now that it's just me and you are you or, okay or the paper the paper wristband oh, the band. Yeah, yeah the wristband yeah um so she asks are you okay with joey and pc being here and dawson says eh, it's a little awkward i'm not gonna lie but you know what i'm in a really good mood so it's not gonna bother me and so this I is when it. yeah it's great. i love when dawson's having a good time like it's a rare good happy night and this is a good happy night for him it is and so he he admits to uh, Gretchen his parents are having the baby and he's like I wanted to tell you right away but I wasn't sure you know if I could say it and she says no no no, you have to talk to me about this and he says he's really excited so cute yeah he he want he the the first person he wanted to tell was Gretchen I think that was so cute and I love that he thanks her he says thank you for sharing what you went through it helped me understand what my parents were going through from the right perspective and I thought you know what good on him for Mm -hmm. thanking her as well because I think she did help him come to that conclusion um and so yeah I thought I I liked the scene between the two of them um, and then we get Andy, Jack, and Jen arriving at the rave. 
And Jack is just, yeah, come on. This is awesome. Ramp time, baby. <laughs> I'm surprised that Jack wasn't on anything. He was just on right? the high of being in the moment. He was and having so a good night. thrilled about this. It was so funny. <laughs> Jack is so ridiculous. It is actually my favorite vibe. I think that he's probably it's the so best funny. person to go to a party with because he's oh, the most yeah. fun. He even met some randos by himself. He was having um, a great time with the randos. He was. And so uh and so Jen is like, okay, um, can I have the the pills back now? And and he's like, um, don't be mad. I took one. And Jen is like, no. <laughs> She's like, I just decided to carpe diem. And Jen rightfully is like, this is not good for you. And Andy's like, you said it was amazing the first few times and I've earned an amazing right. I'll pay you back. And I love Jen here. She's like, I don't care about the money. I care about you. Like Jen is being such a good friend here. I wish that Jack had the full context of everything later yeah. on. I know because in Jack's mind, she he thinks that she Jen just gave her gave, pill. gave the pill. Yeah. I'm also I'm glad that she only took one. I was very nervous. Oh my god! Yeah, she was going to take both. Um, and also, where's the second pill? And uh, I imagine Andy has it, but I don't. Yeah, that's a good she question. Still has it? That makes me really nervous that she still has it. I don't know. I I honestly do not know where the second pill is. But um, yeah, yeah. I want to know where the second pill is because I did not see an exchange of her giving back the second pill. Uh, so yeah, so um, Andy says like I'm feeling fine, but can we not tell Jack about this? I don't think he'll approve. So Jen says yes, and then they go off and try to have a good time in the rave but yeah jen's definitely in babysitter mode and i think the now thing on i think the thing with jen i think her one mistake is not telling jack sooner i think mm -hmm. like when you see andy starting to get out of control i think you need to say hey listen i know you're her brother and everything like andy took some ecstasy like we especially when she's going to jack saying keep an eye on jack and yeah. Yui. i think that is the moment when you pull jack aside and you say hey listen this is what's going right. on right because i understand trying to keep andy secret but like her health is more important and if you're at a big rave where she could get lost and she does like she goes off with yui and you can't find her like i feel like you need to tell jack so maybe that's like the one mistake we could put on yeah jen yeah she should have communicated better she yeah. should have told probably the entire group to keep an eye on her yeah and so uh, then we see gretchen dawson joey and pacey coming up and there's yui uh and he's like oh you guys aren't the squares i thought you were uh and um and so there's there's andy and uh then we get like all this all this like hugging and andy definitely seems to be different is this when andy started petting joey yeah <laughs> <laughs> jen's like don't 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 pet her don't yeah. pet her yeah um yeah it's a whole it's a whole thing and gretchen is just like who the hell is yui and this is when dawson is just like have you ever met abby morgan <laughs> yeah i really liked the callback it was a lot of it was I a did lot too. a lot of fun it was really yeah um it was good to hear it it made me smile and it it, I, it does make me oh. feel like they're trying to do a callback to yeah happy and, times and this is also when we get andy because andy's hugging everybody because they're celebrating because she got into harvard so everyone congratulates her and uh, uh excuse me um pacey hugs her and he's like oh my gosh like you did it you just like you said you always would and yeah, the hug was... lasts for a very long time uh, yeah but 
I, I mean, I didn't feel as though Pacey was being inappropriate in this moment. Oh, no, Pacey wasn't. I don't even think necessarily Andy is. I think Yui just latches on to that and is yeah. just like, oh, did you see that? Did you see that long hug? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it, he's just trying to make Joey feel bad. And it's it's not it's not cool, but also we see Andy start glistening. She's very sweaty at this rave. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, this is when Jen says, uh, "I really want to keep an eye on you tonight." To Andy, mm-hmm. you're going to have to work with me and stick by me. I stop and- petting Joey. <laughs> Uh, and she goes you're the best Jen and then uh, I think that she starts petting Jen yeah I never knew your hair was so soft it's just like okay Andy again not in the realm of maintaining normality Uh, you have to try harder and Jack's like there's wilds people everywhere this is the kind of reckless abandonment you need yeah and so then Yui comes up which of you McFees is gonna dance and Andy's like me and so he pulls her away and Jen is like listen you need to keep an eye on Yui and Andy and Jack's like why and Jen's like just trust me he's not the kind of guy you leave your sister with to me part of this and I'm not saying any of this is Jack's fault at all but at least like if I'm hearing that Andy is not safe with Yui and I'm Jack. I'm keeping yeah. an eye on her. Oh yeah, like you if know, my he sister, doesn't. if my sister is with this sketchy guy, then of course I would want to watch and make sure that they're not going off on their own. If, if Jen, at least at the very least, says gives the warning, you're not. Drew is not the person that you leave your sister with. Then he should have paid better attention. But Jack is there to have a good time not be a babysitter exactly um so he yeah he doesn't it's weird he doesn't really listen to jen's you know comment like you'd think he would take that to heart and be like okay i'm keeping my eye on this guy but he doesn't Mm -mm. so then um gretchen is talking to joey they're forming a friendship which is nice because it's nice to have a brother sister-in-law type or sister and sister-in-law type relationship whatever yes um and she apologizes for dawson being here and she's like you know when i invited him he said no and it didn't even occur to me that he would change his mind and um joey says no it's like totally fine in a way i'm happy that we all ended up together um things have been getting better slowly but they're getting better yes and uh, and this is when um, Joey says, listen, um, speaking, and this is none of my business, is there any way something will happen between, like, you and Dawson? Do you think that she had any right to bring this up in this moment? Honestly, I just kind of viewed it as more, like, girl talk. You I think don't so? know. Like, I mean, I guess maybe we'll dissect it a bit more when we get to the Joey and Dawson conversation to feel out if there's any residual, like, feelings there. I kind of viewed it as more, honestly, okay, if I'm Joey, and I I could be completely wrong. If I'm Joey, I want Dawson to move on. Because yeah, the quicker Dawson true. moves on, the easier it is for you all to four, like, hang out. Obviously, it being Pacey's sister can be an issue. But, like, if he's dating somebody else, then maybe the tension isn't there as much. Um, yeah. 
so who knows? But yeah, so Gretchen says, where did that come from? And Joey's like, well, you know, he had like a really big crush on you. And Gretchen says, oh, that was like when we were like 12. And Joey says, yeah, but he hangs on to things for a long time. Um, and Gretchen says, you know what I think? If Dawson is waiting for some childhood crush to come around again, he's not waiting on me. Ooh. That was kind of spicy. She's spicy. Gretchen's really spicy. I really mm-hmm. like her a lot. Yeah. Um. So we have Drew and Andy raving together. And Drew knows what's up. He's like, Andy McPhee, yeah. you are high. And Andy tries to deny it. But I mean, then... it's so obvious to anybody that she's high. <laughs> yeah. So she's like, shh, I'm supposed to be maintaining. No one's supposed to know except Jen. And she's going to make sure I'm okay tonight. And he basically says, you know, if you want to hang out with somebody that knows, you know, what they're doing, then you shouldn't be taking advice from Jen. Like, you should be hanging out with me. Yeah, yeah. And uh and so he I love him just like he's just like rubbing her face and he's like feels good, doesn't it? <laughs> like it's fucking weird, dude. I mean, I don't yeah. like it, but you know what I mean? Like, Andy's like very oddly. into the petting zoo aesthetic. Yeah. And so he's like, night. Come on, let's go have fun. And that's like I feel like in that moment that's all Andy needs to hear to be like game, you know, it's like the word fun. Um, and so meanwhile, outside the rave, Pacey's sitting on a couch. Oh, Joey comes losers. out and yeah, and uh and finds him and um she says, You violated the buddy system. Uh <laughs> and he just says he's just like I he's obviously not having fun, and Joey's not having fun either. And it just it, like for for Pacey, it just it reminds him, or he it doesn't remind him, but he misses true love. Like he misses being out on the water with Joey mm-hmm. and, uh, and yeah. And he's just sitting around the stars and Joey says, yeah, I miss her too. Like they have a very sweet moment together where like, this is not their scene, right? They don't have, they, they are very, two very different people, but they both would rather a quiet night in on true love than a rave. Yeah. I, th- I, I think that, it's really hitting home that Pacey lost something that he worked really hard on. And he really, you know, they formed their relationship in a way on true love. And I think that he's really feeling it tonight. Uh, I feel bad for him. I wish that the boat didn't have to sink or get lost in the middle of the sea. Yeah. I I don't, I don't love the fact that he lost true love. I know no, I have it, to get over it, but still. It sucks because he was working so hard on, like, um, to repairing it, and he finally got to sail with it. And, like, I feel like that gave him something to look forward to, something to work towards. And mm-hmm. he kind of feels lost without it, you know? He has Joey, yeah. but he doesn't have something that brought them so close together, you know? Yeah. Um, so he's he's sad about it. Um, then back inside the rave, uh, Dawson and Gretchen are there, and he offers a glow offers her a glow necklace. Ooh, and, a glow yeah. necklace. Yes, how nice of him. Um, and she obviously is still like in her own head about her conversation with Joey because she asks, Is it possible that you're here because you think there's a chance that something is happening between us? And Dawson, I okay, I love Dawson this episode, but the way he says this, I think there is something happening between us. It's called friendship. And it's like, Dawson, just say no. Just say <laughs> no. Stop it. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I think that Gretchen likes a little bit of witty banter. And I think that she smiles at this. Um, And she asks, is this all you expect? 
And then he's like, did I do something to make you think that I wanted or expected more? He doesn't say no. He doesn't say no. That's true. It's true. And he says, you know, don't feel ridiculous. It's no secret. At one point in my life, I would have killed for you to even acknowledge that I was in the room, let alone hang out with you. But I don't think that's where either one of us are at the moment right now. But that doesn't mean in the future. Yeah. But once again, I did, I'd like to, even if his intentions are differently from what he's saying, I did like the words he was saying. Yeah, exactly. Because he says, you know, he he lost his two best friends. He's moved on. He's making new friends. It's Mm -hmm. nice to be in the present for once, which we, this is what we wanted for Dawson all along. He's Mm -hmm. either looking way too far in the future or dwelling on the past. And so it's nice to see him living just in the moment. Um, yeah. and so then they decide to go into the bounce house. Oh my gosh, the bounce house. <laughs> I love the bounce house moment. Uh, yeah. not all of it, but <laughs> like I like when it's just the two of them in the bounce house. Yeah. And uh outside uh we see Pacey and Joey bump into Yui and Andy, and Andy hugs Pacey. Oh my okay. god, hi, it's you guys. I love you guys. Uh yeah. And Joey's um, getting irritated about she's the getting, hugs. At this yeah, point. she's getting a little testy. Um, because she's you know, Andy's kind of like all over them. She doesn't yeah. like getting hugged anyway. It's just yeah. a little touchy feely. And then she goes, I just wanna show you guys how much I love you. You both are so good together. And Joey, you're so nice. Well, except for the time that you dumped Dawson for Pacey, that was pretty cold. But really, who can blame you? I mean, it's Pacey. I pretend not to care, and I have to admit, Pace, you are the love of my life, and I'm so not over you. I hope it's okay oh that I said God. that. I mean, we're all really good friends, so it shouldn't be that big of a secret, right? Uh, it's a, I mean, this is like an awkward, definitely, definitely an it's awkward moment. awful, especially because Joey's like, that's news to me, Andy. Like, it's, she has word vomit, and she can't help yeah. herself. She's word vomiting everywhere. And Andy says, oh, you don't have to worry. PC is so over me, and he's such the faithful type. If only I'd been, maybe we'd still be together. Yeah. And I think at this point, Pacey realizes something's up, because he's like, are you okay? She goes, oh, yeah, I just, I feel great. I got into Harvard. We're gonna go bounce. Come with us. It'll be fun and they're just like nah we're all right the only thing i wish and it's once again it's it's really not pacey's job at this point because they're not together but i i wish that pacey took more care into recognizing that something was really off and then pulling her aside and getting her into safety i think this is i'm i'm not saying i think you're right this is not anybody else's responsibility but all these people know Andy very well, and I feel like all of them could sense something was off, but they just couldn't put their finger quite on what it was. Because right. they probably were like, damn, she hasn't been here long enough to be drunk. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah, so I kind of just feel as though somebody should have been really looking out for her in this group. And then to put Jack. all the blame. Yeah, but then to put all the blame on Jen, it's not fair. I think no, that it's everybody. I think that if you see your friend in a state that doesn't seem quite right for her then i think it's your job as a friend no matter if you're joey no matter if you're dawson no matter if you're pacey to 
to put her into safety. I think especially Pacey and Jack have been around Andy when she is not in the right mental state. Mm-hmm. And so they should mm-hmm. be able to recognize it more. Right. Um, but yeah, it's it's just not great. It's a it was a series of unfortunate events, you know. Um, and so then we are Jack is dancing with some two two random girls, and Jen's like, Jack. Where, where did everybody go? And Jack is like, I want you to meet Holly and Liz. <laughs> Who in the fuck is Holly and Liz? He's having a great time. Who are they? Are they from Cape Side High? Like, why so are they? I mean, I'm glad that Jack is having fun with Holly and Liz, but it's it's not right, Jack. It's not right. It's really funny. And so, uh, and so yeah, so uh she's like okay where is andy and he's like i don't know i lost track of her when i was hanging out with these guys i don't know where they went and jack is like i asked you to do one thing come on we have to go find her and he gets like dragged away he's like what's with you i thought you were like this major raver and it's like she told you like even if it wasn't the ecstasy thing she literally told you Mm -hmm. yui is dangerous and you don't seem to be like it bothers me that that does not bother jack at all yeah i would be um but if i heard that i would be afraid that she he was taking advantage of exactly sexually so uh i feel as though he should probably care a little bit more about what his sister is doing and spend less time with holly and liz in this moment yeah exactly and so it's it's just upsetting and so um so she says i'm making sure she's all right he says why wouldn't she be and this i think i mean we already said earlier mm-hmm. she, it could have been a good chance to mention it but definitely here she yeah should be well then it. let's just find her yeah and so um then we see dawson and gretchen are bouncing in the bouncy house okay this and- is when i fully went in on full Dretchen territory. Well, because they did the whole not a meet cute thing, but like the whole oopsie, I fell on top of you. Yeah, and then they like did the little look into each other's eyes and the smile and Gretchen says yeah. this is a no parking zone, buddy. Move it. Yeah. Um, And I really liked it. I This is when I was like, oh yes, I like this. I like this <laughs> ship. I ship this. Um, And then yeah. we get Andy and Yui coming in. And Andy asks permission if she can bounce. Like, hello, Andy. This is a free country <laughs> in the bounce house. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. You don't have to ask for permission. I was looking to see if anybody was wearing shoes in the bounce house because that's a number. That's the only rule of a bounce house is no shoes. And I did see that most people were um, wearing socks and not shoes, which that's I good. which I appreciate. Yeah. Um. So Andy jumps in and she starts to get like a headache and she's like looks disoriented. Yeah. And uh, Dawson says, "You don't look good. You know, maybe you should rest for a minute." And she says, "I'm not feeling so good." And then she collapses. Oh and no! And so Jack and Jen come up just at that moment. Jack runs over and he's like, "What happened? What happened?" Um. And so they start calling for help. Um. And then uh, we see Jack carrying in Andy, laying her on a cot. And, into uh, like the med center yeah and they we need help she was in the moon mounds she collapsed um and the paramedic asks what's she on and jack says it's an antidepressant named nardle and he says no what is she on and this is when jen finally says she took a tab of ecstasy mm. and the paramedic says with nardle how bad is it and so like they say we got to get her to the hospital 10 minutes ago and so they get her into the ambulance and Jack says, oh, yeah, I'm going with you. And Jen says, Jack. And Jack says, not now. You've done enough for tonight. And Jen says she didn't know she was on her medication, which is fair. But Jack doesn't understand exactly what happened. He just thinks, mm-hmm. you gave my sister drugs. You should be in this ambulance. And I was like, 
Ooh, I I mean, like I I was like so harsh though. It was harsh, but for the drama sake of a television show, I it was like, oh like, yes. I like turned to Drew and I was like, Drew, you'll never believe Jack just said to Jen that it should be you in the ambulance. <laughs> and then Drew legitimately was like, What are you talking about? Who's Jack? What is this? <laughs> And I was like, it's Dawson's Creek. Can you believe it? He's like, oh I don't gosh. care. Oh my god. It was crazy. It it was it was really it harsh you in the ambulance. Especially because they're like such good friends. So like really sucks. Yeah. Um I thought it was crazy. And then of course, I mean, I'm sure it's very traumatizing to see another friend of Jen's get carted away. I'm sure into yeah. a uh into an ambulance. I think yeah. that, you know, this is very reminiscent of the uh abby morgan night and then yeah, dawson sure. asked jen do you want to ride to the hospital and jen doesn't go to the hospital she's like i think i should go home and i suppose it's because she feels like she doesn't belong there but she should yeah. have went to the hospital she definitely should have at least to explain to jack what happened and then she accepts a ride from yui which is like what the hell so she gets right. back to her house and she's just like oh all the warning signs were there i should have known and Yui says, it's not your fault. She's the one who took it. And Jen does rightfully say, you know, I practically stamped AMA approved on it. I should have known better. I forgot her medication. Um, you know, it, it still would have been my fault no matter what. And, uh, and Drew says, eh, it's no big deal. Like, stop playing the martyr. You know, it's fine. And Jen's just like, what the hell is wrong with you? Andy's my friend and she's in the hospital. Um, it's just like, and Yui, of course, Yui has to rub salt in them when he's like, you want to feel bad about something? How about when your quote unquote friends iced you? It's like, Ooh. now is not the fucking time, Yui. No. You're such an asshole. No, he's trying to make her feel really shitty about everything right now. No. And it's just not, it's not good for Jen. And I do like that she kind of fights back and she yeah. goes, I hate the way you twist everything. And he's like, hate all you want. The truth is still there. No matter what, Andy tells them Monday at school, they're going to treat you like this is all your fault. You came here, the banished bad seed, Jen. That's all you'll ever be to, to them. You know what? They want you to play that role so they can feel better about their pathetic plastic Mayberry existence that they're living. And uh, she's like, and I thought I was damaged. And Drew says, you are. And so am I. And that's why we need each other. We're coming from the same place. And Jen fights back once again. And she's like, we came from the same place, but now we're miles apart. I intend to keep it that way. I'm going to call my friend and see how she's doing. And then she closes yeah. the door on Yui. Bye, good. Yui. Bye. Be a loser. You know, no good. Good for nothing somewhere else. Not on <laughs> not on Grams' stoop. Yeah. Uh, and so then we're at the hospital in Andy's room. And... um. And Jack walks out and Dawson and Gretchen, Joey and Pacey are there. And uh, Gretchen asks how Andy's doing. And Jack says she's stable. Um, they She went into some kind of hypertensive crisis. Apparently the antidepressant she's on is a time bomb when it's mixed with the wrong thing. So they're really lucky that she didn't die. Um, and they want to keep her overnight. And he says she's really appreciates you guys being here, but she's not in the mood for visitors. So can you just give her a call tomorrow to see how she's feeling? And so everyone says, yeah, 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 we should leave. But PC says, I should have done something. I should have known something was wrong. I knew something was wrong, but I just didn't realize how bad it was. And Dawson says, even if you'd realized there's like nothing you could have, you could have done. And PC feels so guilty. He says, I, I want to stay if that's okay. And Joey, and Joey's really nice about it. She says, you want company? And he says, no, I'll, I'll give you a call later. 
um and she gives him her jacket and i thought i thought joey handled this pretty well as yeah. well like i understand where pacey's coming from he feels somewhat responsible he wants to stay there just make sure she's okay um yeah, he has a lot of love for andy at the moment yeah. even if he doesn't love her as a, a girlfriend boyfriend at the moment mm-hmm. yeah and uh so then we see um Gretchen and Dawson talking as you know he's like dropping her off and uh and he's like yeah well nobody nobody had this evening in mind but I'm glad I went <laughs> <laughs> and Gretchen says uh, your friendship means a lot to me coming back here has been really hard and you've made the tr- transition more enjoyable than I thought it could be and he says that's what friends are for and then they say goodbye so definitely not the end of of uh what is it again? Gretchen. Gretchen. Thank you. Um, feels like there's still something there. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then we get uh, Joey back to the OG, Joey and Dawson. Uh, and they both decide they're they're hungry. They're not ready for, for bed yet. So they get in the car and, and drive off. Um, and then we get Andy. Poor Andy. She's apologizing to her dad. And thank God he's not mad at her. He says, yeah, that would have been so much worse if he was. Yeah, he's he says that he's not mad. And then Jack says, I am. The three of us need each other. We can't do stupid things like this, Andy. You know, where family has been through enough already, which yeah. I mean, Jack's going through it. He lost his brother. They had yeah. all this drama. Who knows what happened to his mom? And Andy says, I know. I'm sorry. It was stupid. It was the stupidest thing I ever done. I just wanted to feel something, anything. And Mr. McPhee says, we'll get through this together as long as we communicate as a family. Um, you have to tell us what you're going through. No more secrets. And I thought this was a really sweet moment. Mr. McPhee really did the turnaround of the century. I know. He? I loved this because I liked that Jack is thinking of them as like a three person unit, right? Like mm-hmm. they need each other. They mm-hmm. need to be there for each other. Yeah. Uh, and so, so then we get Pacey coming in and he has a coffee uh, and Andy's like, oh, you stayed. And he's just like, yeah, I didn't have anything better to do. I figured I'd bug you. <laughs> and Andy tries to talk, like, apologize for what she said. But Pacey says, don't worry about what you say. It doesn't matter. What matters is that you're okay. Um, which I liked. I mean, I was curious to see what she was going to say. <laughs> um, but I, I'm happy that he didn't, like, dwell on it, you know? At least yeah. Like I, I think that for him to bring it up is just going to embarrass Andy. And it's not really a conversation that Pacey wants to have. So it's probably best yeah. for everybody to just try to ignore it yeah yeah uh and then of course we're on the docks where all important conversations are had as always um and joey and dawson are kind of talking about how scary it was that andy was you know put going to the hospital in an ambulance and joey says gosh it's so scary this whole year jen and pacey in the storm andy tonight any one of us could die at any second oh my god abby morgan uh, yeah abby morgan i hated this sentence i was like joey do not curse me i do not want to hear any of this premonition (laughs) foreshadowing like no 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 i don't accept this energy in my life yeah so i don't know i i hate these types of lines because i just think that's ultimate foreshadowing like foreshadowing for something feel yeah. very uncomfortable yeah and so uh dawson says i remember when parties used to be bowling and birthday cakes did you ever have your birthday party at a bowling alley um i don't i don't remember i've definitely gone to a bowling birthday party before 
I remember this was a big thing mm-hmm. because you used to get a bowling pin and like everyone would sign it. Oh, how fun. Yeah. And I, I had a birthday party at a bowling alley once because I was big into bowling when I was a kid. I, so. I do know that you were big yeah. into bowling. Yeah, I was. Um, and so, yeah. So Joey says, you know, less than a year, Dawson, we'll be out of here. It's really sad to think that after 18 years of living down the creek from each other, there's going to be no one rowing our boats anymore. Uh, and Dawson then finally says, well, you should give yours to Alex Alexander because I'm going to give my boat to my new brother or sister. And this is when he reveals to Joey that Gail is pregnant. Yeah. Joey's really excited. She's like, oh my gosh, that's why Gail's been so sick. That's crazy. And she's like, this makes me feel very old and they're 17. And it's just like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Hmm. and it's interesting. And she says, you know, Dawson, I think about it sometimes wherever we go next, it's hard to imagine life without you. And he says, you did pretty well for three months, which is like, Ooh, that's kind of like a zinger. We're saucy. Um, And she says, I think you know what I mean. And he says, yeah, I do. So I want to ask you your interpretation of that. Those those last few lines of the episode because I watched it this episode twice and I feel like you could read it a different way like does she just mean it's hard to imagine a life without my best friend Dawson who lives down the creek or is she saying it's hard to imagine a life without the potential for romance between us I think that it's just having Dawson in her life yeah I read it that way at first too but then like the way she said I don't know the way she said it made me feel a little weird but it could just be that I'm like misinterpreting exactly. Probably not. On, Probably you know? not. The show wants us to think that there's still an opportunity yeah. that Dawson and Joey can be together one day. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I mean, it's just that's what the show wants. It's not necessarily what we want, but yeah. Who knows? Um, but that's our episode. Great expectations. Yeah, yeah. I really liked this episode. I thought that. I mean, of course, I hate seeing Andy go through anything, but yeah, um, I I got to be honest with you. I was full on freaking out when I watched this episode the first time. I was yeah. like, what are they going to do to Andy? Is she going to have a drug problem now? Like, this really makes me feel icky. Uh, I, yeah. I'm hoping that this doesn't become a regular occurrence. I'm hoping that the trip to the hospital deters her from anything like that. Um, yeah, yeah, I was full on freaking out a little bit. Yeah, it's a dramatic episode. It's really tough to watch because we love Andy. Andy is one of the easily, it's, she is easily one of the most rootable characters on this show. Yeah. And to see, she's already been through a ton. So to see her get a storyline like this is kind of hard to watch. I just didn't want her to go through another thing, like a big drug problem. Like I, I didn't think that. It was a storyline that I wanted or would have enjoyed to watch. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens from here. Um, Should we go to a quick ad break before we listen to some feedback we've got? Sure. We'll be right back. All right. We are back. Um, Let's first bring up a voicemail from someone who loves to send us voicemails. Let's hear from Temi. Hi, ladies. To understand what happened in Great Expectations, we have to go back a few episodes. There was a scene with Jack and Andy. It was small, but Andy mentioned that she was going to be taking Nardle, or she had been taking mm-hmm. Nardle. Yep. So it was kind of a scene that went by fast, but it does explain that 
Nardole being an MAOI, an older medication for depression, it interacts with ecstasy. And part of the reason why Nardole and MAOIs are not used anymore is because when you have a medication that interacts with Nardole, and it can be very simple as Sudafed or a lot of different legal medications, and in this case, ecstasy being illegal, the combination can lead to what's known as hypertensive crisis. And one of the symptoms of the hypertensive crisis could be a seizure. And that's what happened to Andy. Mm. So it's very interesting how this season has developed and what's going to come. And it's very interesting how intricate the details can be and how things that seemingly don't seem to be very impactful can matter in a big way later. Thanks. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did remember that they mentioned Nardle earlier mm-hmm. in the season. Uh, thank you for kind of like the chemical uh, breakdown of what can happen when you're mixing different medications. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's scary. It's dangerous. Um, all right, let's hear from the one, the only DBK. What up, though, guys? All right, let's get into it. Does Dawson know how to take a hint? Is Drew the female version of Abby? No. Why does Joey care about Gretchen and Dawson? Why is she going out of her way to try and screw up that relationship before it even begins? Remember when Pacey was fun, guys? You remember when, like, he would have a good time at a rave and, like, party it up and do fun things? But since he's with Joey, he's, like, the biggest buzzkill ever. Like, when did this happen? Also, I totally loved Andy's truth bombs this episode. I mean, she was just spitting true facts. I, I I don't detect any lies. And, like, stupid Joey is like, oh, I didn't know this. Since when, Joey? Since when? You didn't know Andy had strong feelings for Pacey? Like, really? Like, you're the fucking worst, Joey. Just just get out of here with your nonsensical ass. Oh, no. Anyways, that's about it for this week, guys. Uh, I want to give a little love. To uh, Michael Pitt, I feel like you guys were really hard on him a couple episodes ago. I know Henry sucks, but like Michael Pitt, the actor, did a pretty good job on Boardwalk Empires, I will say. So like props to Jimmy Dormady. Anyways, till next week, ladies. Peace. Okay, but Michael Pitt still looks like a freaking creep, though. He, yeah, kind of. But I okay. So, DBK, do we think that Joey sucks? Like, I don't think it's Joey's fault. The reason that Pacey is, like, depressed right now is because the true love is gone. No, I think that this is also a symptom of when somebody gets comfortable in their relationship in a relationship they lose all their funness yeah that's so i think that he's like in this relationship with joey and all he wants to do is spend all of his time with joey alone so i think that there is a like a, a point to make that maybe pacey is just not that fun in a relationship yeah okay that's fair that's a fair thing to say 
Um, okay. I, don't, I think that Yui is not the female, oh, uh, the male Abby Morgan. Because absolutely not. I think that they want him to be, but he's not. Like, no, he's not as fun. Be. Um, and then yeah, the truth bombs from Andy were <laughs> uncomfortable, but a lot of fun. Yeah, I would say they're yeah. I think they lean more uncomfortable than fun on my end, but yeah, they're it's still fun to see things explode. Um, all right, let's get into feedback from Linda. Uh, Linda, I love the subject of her email is calling for an emergency meeting of the Andy McPhee fan club. We Do love you think that we have like a signal in the sky, like the bat symbol. Do you think that we have like a beeper that lets us know that it's time for a meeting? Ooh, what would our signal be? Like, what would it be just our logo? Yeah, maybe our symbol. Maybe that's a good idea. Okay. Um, okay, so from Linda. Uh, hey, ladies and shit 90s squad. How's everyone holding up after great expectations? I'm an entire emotional ass mess after this episode. There was just too much for my emo cancer heart to handle. Oh. I literally had to pause the episode multiple times because I was crying so much. Oh. Time for a game of how many times did the episode make Linda cry? I uh, did get weepy the first time I watched seeing Andy get into Harvard. I was very happy for her. Oh, I don't even think that's on her list. Let's see. Oh, really? Uh, Andy collapsing in the bounce house. Jack screaming at Andy to wake up. Uh, seeing Andy laying in the medical tent. Jack yelling at Jen, saying she should be the one in the ambulance. Jack breaking down after telling them Andy could have died. Pacey blaming himself for not realizing how bad things were with Andy. Dawson reassuring Pacey that even if he did know there's something he could have done. Pacey not wanting to leave Andy at the hospital. Jack saying he's mad at Andy for being reckless. Andy apologizing and telling him she was desperate to feel anything. Uh, Mr. McPhee comforting Andy. Uh, and Pacey saying that he's going to stick around and bug her. Pacey yeah. taking Andy's hand. In summation, I'm so dehydrated from crying. I could drink an entire <laughs> creek. <laughs> but Linda, what about happy tears? She didn't have any. They were all sad tears, I think. Oh, no. I know. Um, she says, this episode was a bit hard to watch. I related to what Andy was going through a lot. I've been on meds that made me completely numb. And like Andy, I didn't say anything. And also like Andy, I did something stupid to feel something and regretted it. Uh, watching this episode brought up a lot of feelings for me. I wish Andy would be more honest about what she's going through instead of focusing on making sure nobody is worried about her yeah. by telling them she's sure it will be all okay. Like she definitely does that many times this episode saying like, oh, it's just going to take a couple days. Um, uh, Linda continues. I'm the same way as Andy. Never want people to be worried about me. So I always try to downplay stuff and add in. It will be okay. I'll be okay. Yeah. I understand where she's coming from, but being honest would help much more. I wish she would have talked with her therapist and doctor about how much the meds were affecting her because I know from experience how much worse things can get when you aren't honest. Sadly, we, uh, we see not communicating honestly with people around her almost cost Andy her life. This is so true. I think like I really wish we had we see we would see Andy continuing her therapy. We don't know if she is continuing or not. Um, I hope she is because I think like giving I mean there's I mean maybe not I don't know as much back then, but like now there are so many different meds you can try. If one isn't working mm -hmm. for you, you could switch to something else. And I'm sure Andy has been through a lot of different types of meds. Um, but if this one is having that effect on her, it is it sucks that she's like that people aren't recognizing it and that she's not more open about like with her doctor and her therapist of like, can we try something else? I don't think this is the right fit. Right. Yeah, totally. And I think that also it's very relatable. I agree with Linda that she is, is using the, the line, like I'll be fine or there's nothing to worry about instead of talking about your feelings. How many times Jess, I am a culprit of this. I'm, I'm 
a person that goes like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, usually you mean when I say it's fine, it's usually not, but uh, <laughs> I can relate to all of this as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to always communicate when you're not feeling well, because uh, like Linda points out, you just want people to, especially Andy wants mm-hmm. people to think she's okay. She doesn't want people doting on her and worrying about her because they have been for too long. Um, She's trying to like will herself to be okay with things. Um, I also love Linda pointing out uh, the same thing we said. Jen could have done things differently, but Andy made the choice to take ecstasy herself. I feel like Jen's biggest mistake was not telling Jack immediately. Mm-hmm. Jen clearly cares about Andy and would never do anything to intentionally harm her. Um, and I, <laughs> she points out uh, when Joey says any one of us could go at any moment, she's sitting on the dock ledge. Come on, oh, Joey. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man, Joey. Come on. Yeah, it's so funny um group hug for all the members of the andy mcphee fan club i feel like we could use a huge hug after that emotional roller coaster linda i'm so happy you wrote in because i was thinking about you watching this episode and i was like oh poor linda she's probably having a rough time with it with andy because i think we all relate to andy in different ways and seeing her struggle is always difficult we hate it we know what she's been through already and so seeing her struggle is that much worse because she is taking a medication that is supposed to be helping her. And when it has these side effects of harshing her buzz, basically um, making it so she can't feel elated about getting into Harvard, which she has worked towards her entire life really sucks. It's really hard to watch. So yeah. thank you uh, for writing in Linda. We appreciate thank it. Thank you, Linda. Um, we do have, we, Oh, you yeah, go, you, ahead. go yeah, ahead. We have a message from Caroline. Uh, hi ladies, Caroline here, huge Dawson's Creek and Boy Meets World fan, and I'm a relatively new listener to the pod, but it's quickly becoming one of my faves. Thank you, Caroline. Shout out to Chappelle for mentioning it on uh, one of the Art Hat podcasts. Oh, um, thank yeah, you, Chappelle. Thank you, thank you, Chappelle. You were debating on the pod the other day whether Joey and Pacey had said I love you before or whether they said it for the first time during the episode Future Tense. After Pacey takes drunk Joey home from Jen's fake birthday party. (laughs) In the season finale of season three, Joey comes to true love and she says, I think I'm falling in love with you. And he responds, you think or you know. And she says, I know. And talks about how she's known it since they first kissed. I think based on his response to her, you can assume he's in love with her too. And I imagine by the time of the episode Future Tense happens, they have said it many times before. That makes tons of sense. That makes a ton of sense. Hope that clears it up. It does. Thanks, Caroline. And welcome. Welcome. Thank you. That's, yeah, that's a good point. Like, they do, I, I, like, they have to have said it when they're on the boat for that. Yeah, I don't know if I gave that line a lot of credit. Like, you think or you know. And she's like, I know. That's a very good dramatic. Well, that's the whole, like, um, are you in love with me or do you love me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just like made this revelation recently. I, I, it's whatever. Yeah. Do you understand it now? I get it. I get it. I yeah. guess I just didn't understand it because I'm like, I don't tell my husband constantly I'm in love with you. Like, I just say I love you because that's like a normal thing to say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, would you like to know what next week's episode title is? Yeah, tell me, tell me. You had me at goodbye. Oh, no. Somebody's going to die. <laughs> Just like Joey said, she foreshadowed it for the she very She knew next she's episode. a fortune teller, just like that fortune teller in that one episode. There you go. Oh, so what do you think? Is gonna, you think someone's going to die next episode? I don't know. Maybe somebody has to go away somewhere. I don't know. I don't want anybody to say goodbye. 
I'm very okay. worried. All right. I'm going to have well, to watch this episode real soon. Yep. That's next week's episode. Um, Sarah, what do we have going on lately? It's it's Passover. Happy Passover, everyone. Uh, yes, we are observing the Passover season. So check us out on our Prince of Egypt podcast with Sasha Joseph. That came out. That was great. In addition to that, of course, our weekly Boy Meets World and Austin's Creek content. Um, we also have been um, discussing the flight attendant on the post show recaps uh, network. Network. Thank you. And um, yeah, that's been a lot of fun. We finished covering the first season and we are going to record an episode where we discuss the differences between the book and the show in preparation for the second season that's coming out shortly. Yes. So exciting. Been loving the flight attendant coverage we've been doing. Um, of course, you can also find me on Twitter at the Jess Sterling. You can also hear me on Community Building with Josh Wiggler Weekly, where we talk about community, um, as well as the flight attendant with Sarah. And then coming up shortly, I'm going to be covering The Wilds with Ariel and Grace over on Post Show Recaps. Um, this show originally came out on Amazon Prime Video back in December of 2020. Season two is dropping in May. We're going to go back. We're going to do like kickoff podcast which is spoiler free so if you want to just know what the show is about if it's something that might interest you definitely listen to that um that will be coming out this week and then um we're going to be doing a season one recap for those of you who have seen season one and just need like a refresher we're going to break down everything that happens but highly i recommend that show it is focused on teen girls um an extremely diverse cast both in terms of um, race, but also background, LGBTQ, all of those things. Um, and it's a really, really good show. I really loved it when it first came out. So all 10 episodes will be dropping in May on Amazon Prime Video if you're a binger like I am. Uh, good for you. You'll be able to binge them very quickly. Um, but that's everything I've got going on. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Shit90sPod, Shit90sPod.com. Don't forget to rate us five stars, leave us a review, call us, leave us a voicemail. We love hearing from every listener out there. So please do that. Find a way to connect with us. There's dozens of ways to connect with us. Um, we appreciate you all for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. Shit 90 shows taught me. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.